So what up, you guys? Welcome to Hello Designs podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and on this podcast, I talk about my life as a graphic designer, and I also talk about the struggle of being a graphic designer. Hope you enjoy today's podcast and tune in. So I hope everyone is having an amazing Friday. And now for today's podcast, I wanted to talk about what is a freelancer? So for those who don't know, I am a freelance graphic designer. And on this podcast, I wanted to talk about what is a freelancer? What is freelancing? Just because so many people don't know the difference between being a freelancer and having a small business. And I feel that knowing what a freelancer is, either my listeners out there will try to be a freelancer themselves, or they would, you know, have some knowledge as far as the design slash entrepreneur field, I guess. But basically, a freelancer is someone who works on their own or works for themselves, basically, like an independent worker, <laughs> I would say. But basically, um, they provide a specific service. So me, I'm a freelance graphic designer. So I provide my graphic design services for people who need it. And it's different between a small business simply because when you're working for yourself, like it's just you. Kind of like a for those who don't know, like a sole proprietorship just you and you're the independent person working and then a small business would probably be like a group or team or multiple people but um more of like a llc for those who don't know what a llc is it's like business company for that so basically um sole proprietor think of a freelancer in that in that sense too um but it's basically working for yourself right and as I got older, I began to know um, what are different types of freelancers. So basically, they have writers, designers, painters, draw. like it's it's been, me personally. I've just seen many fields of um, creative arts, but there's multiple freelancers that aren't in the creative field. But like I said, writers, designers, painters, it's basically working for yourself. So pick an industry, do it by yourself, get paid for it. Boom, you're a freelancer. Um, this is why I wanted to talk about it on the podcast today too. <laughs> the struggle of being a freelancer. First of all, just because it's called free don't mean we work for free. <laughs> being a freelancer doesn't mean that you work for free, okay? It means you're giving your free time to provide services to someone else. I'm so tired of people thinking that a freelancer means, oh, you're going to make you, know, you get a logo for free. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm wasting my free time for you. But that's why I want people to understand the importance of what a freelancer is. Because if you understand what we have to go through, what we have to deal with on a daily basis, you would probably, you know, think twice about being disrespectful to the designer that's making your logo. <laughs> but basically, um, yes, we struggle with many things. We struggle with, you know, dealing with clients, um, the business sides of everything, right? So what does it take to become a freelancer, right? And, you know, you always have to think of like skill and talent, like you got to be good, obviously. But you need to know in more information than you thought before, mainly has to do with like, are you willing to work or not? And how much work are you willing to put out there? This is another thing is why I say to people, you need to do something that you're passionate about especially if you want to become a freelancer, because if you want to do something and get paid for it, I'm not saying like, I'm not going to always say like, do what you love. 
because sometimes that can get on your nerves too. Do what you are willing to do every day too. If you are willing to work, go through all this drama with clients and all this other stuff to get paid, it's kind of, it's hustling like by yourself. And it's harder because you don't have like an accountant. Well, you can hire an accountant, but you don't have, you have to be the accountant, the manager, the marketing manager, your social media manager. You need to be um, your email assistant. You need to run email campaigns. You need to do all of that in one. And it's just so stressful. And it's so annoying because it's it's just everything that's going on. You have to make contracts. You have to make invoices, proposals, all of this can just be bundled up in one and it just gets frustrating and it stresses you the hell out. But this is the thing. It's teaching you business and it's teaching you skills that I needed to know personally when doing this. And you really, t- like, even though you're working by yourself, you still have to treat it like a small business. Like I said, you're every single role in that one person, right? And it is hard, but it's teaching you the skills of, okay, you know what? I can get paid to do what I want to do and I can get paid to do what I like to do and I'm going to do it either way. And it is hustling, like I said, but you got to do it. And there's so many things that you have to do, like filing taxes and getting your licenses correct, like and worrying about your assets, too, as far as a business owner. And it's so much. And me, I started freelancing when I was technically I was in like 11th grade of high school. But the thing is, I didn't realize so much as far as the business side of things until basically now or in 2020. Um, And it's very important, I think, for people who want to start out and take it seriously, just because when you start out, the earlier you start, the more you learn in that time. It's like that experience. And you're not going to get that at school and do other things, too. And I think that's what sucks about going to different schools and stuff that aren't teaching these business skills I wish there was classes where um at like at my school at my art school where they taught me um business how to be a freelancer what is important of becoming a freelancer what are things that you need to do and I think I would be good but that's it's kind of like that setup though as far as you need to do good and and when you're finished work for somebody but Sometimes you have to take that leap of faith and say, no, like I'm going to be able to work for myself. And I feel like it's it brings you so much joy to know that you can get paid for doing what you like to do. But like I said, you have to get organized. (laughs) You have to just breathe, get your life together, but learn. And like I said, it's a learning experience. And as far as making money, so how to make money as a freelancer. Basically, it depends on you. So as far as um, what your pricing is and what you think your skill cost, I would say. That's the thing. There's so many videos and there's so many tutorials on how to price and other things like that. And they all say the same thing. You have to be based, it's based on you. What is your skill? What, um, what time are you taking out of to make this? And how much does it cost to make the products? Even logos. People don't understand when you're making a logo, it People don't think like, oh, it's just making it on the computer. But people don't understand the Wi-Fi that you use to run all this, <laughs> all this Photoshop, all this Illustrator, all of this, this rendering. Like it takes a lot. Um, for and none, nothing too. It takes a lot of storage. You have to add more storage. You have to get hard drives. You have to get all this equipment 
to just manage it. Because when you do it, when you do it a couple of times, it's one thing. But when you have consistent clients and you have other things to work on, you have to um, downloading things is costly, too. So you have to factor in those prices into your pricing and time. People don't understand that time is priceless. If I am willing to take time out of my life to do a project or to work on something, that's valuable to me. And that's why people should, uh, I, I want people to understand when a freelancer says their price, right? Oh, this logo is $200. Oh, it's $200, why is $200? But you have to, people have to understand that it's not to be offensive, like, you need to, it's, if it's expensive, like, everybody's pricing is different. Somebody will say, oh, this is too expensive, and then somebody's going to say, oh, this is cheap. But it depends on you. What do you think your skill costs? And that's important. And um, resources that I recommend for people to or watch or listen to, um, if you want to be a freelancer, um, is The Future or Ron Segal. Both of these people have provided um, resources for me growing up and it's taught me so much about being just a freelance designer like I said you could be a writer poet all this other stuff but being a designer is very important as far as um doing freelancing I feel that it's more common like freelance designer a lot of people just it's very common um there's so many freelance designers out there and I feel that being a freelance designer in itself is its own click it's kind of funny it's like Being a graphic designer, you work for here, you work for there. But when you're a freelancer, it's like, oh, I know what you're going through. (laughs) Like, you're going through being an entrepreneur and a designer both in one. And you stress it out two times. So it's okay, though. But, um, and that's kind of why I post these memes about, like, PNG's files. And, like, you try to send your client a PNG file, but the PNG's not the PNG file because you get a PDF through, um, the freaking acrobat it's just it's so stressful people don't understand the struggle but like I said it's all experience <laughs> and but but that's another thing too you can't um these people who've taught me these resources have told me to like and many people networking that's important too um but these people have told me when it comes to your price and it comes to what you charge for your cost it's like you are going to attract with you want. If you want higher paying clients, you're going to ask for higher paying clients. You can't just like lower down your price just because someone said so. Or you can't just lowball, you know, what you originally said you were going to charge just because someone can't afford it. And that's the thing too. It shouldn't be. And that's the thing too. Me personally, if someone can't afford my pricing, I'm not going to be like, oh, they can't do this. No, it's just like either they don't understand like, you know, the value yet or they just can't do it right now i understand but that's why i do it i'm like that's why because if it were me i would do it right i would do it myself but when it can, when it comes to certain things like eventually if i wanted to hire an accountant or hire an intern i know i would do that because i value people who take the time to organize this for me or my finances because i know i couldn't do it so that's why i'd be willing to do that but if i could learn myself i could learn myself but the thing is um, just having that understanding as far as what we have to go through as freelancers and freelance graphic designers because we have all of this in one. We have to do the design. We have to go through the process. And then when people don't like some, you got to fix it and all this other stuff. I'm going to do a podcast about um, clients so y'all can understand what this freelance life really is.
but being a freelancer like I said has taught me many things but as far as even myself um the top thing would be confidence I remember when my teacher was explaining to me how could like how could um designers make money and she was saying all you need is like a computer and a printer and it's not like that now it's like I need a hard drive printer I need sketchbooks (laughs) but but the the simplicity of making something um and paying getting paid for it could be right behind your computer I was just so excited and I was fascinated because I like art I love design too and it's like I get paid for this that's what's even better it's like I get paid for this. And once I started getting paid, I was like, okay, I'm really valuing myself. And that's what I'm saying. It brings you confidence. And I feel that that's what everything, once you start doing something and you start making money from it, you you develop the sense of confidence. Like, you know, I can do this. And I'm not like this top notch. I'm not like Ron Segal making $10,000 a website, but will I get there? Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> because I know that if I keep pushing it and if I keep going, that's what I have to do to be successful. But, um, and that's what I'm saying. It develops that confidence. There's so many things that like I'm insecure about, but when it comes to, um, learning about this, learning about my business, learning about growing and stuff, I'm really dedicated and passionate about it. So I feel that for those who are artists and who are thinking about, you know, becoming a freelancer, working on your own, or if you're an illustrator too, trying to get commissions, do it. That's that's the whole secret to this, is to do it. Even if you're not even consistent with it, do it to a point where you're getting consistent with it and watch you grow. Because I wish I could have did this as far as like making blogs and doing websites and sending emails and trying to get clients passively. I wish I was doing this like five years ago <laughs> when I started. And when I started, I didn't even know I could be like, yeah, it's kind of like referral to referral. But when you start to realize the importance of having other people appreciate your work and then having other people say how much they like that work at first, you're like, like, ain't nobody. This is just for friends and family. But you start to appreciate your clients more just because you develop the relationship with them. And not only do they like your work, they like your business skills. They like the confidence and the enthusiasm you have. So that is what I would recommend as far as wanting to become a freelancer. But understanding um, for those who aren't designers or for those who aren't artists, aren't understanding what we go through. Because we go through so much as far as like, we're not just like some guy on Fiverr sitting <laughs> waiting for a job. Sometimes we really do have time. We have other things. So when we take that time and we dedicate it to a project, me personally, I love projects that I get and I'm dedicated to all my clients. But when I take my time, I know my the value of my time. Time is priceless. I that through some those three days that I worked on a logo, I can't take that back. But I best believe, best believe that logo was worth it. <laughs> but that's why. And the overall for this podcast, um, is as a freelancer, it's important to take yourself seriously. Like I said, it's taught me self-confidence. Learn me, learn it, help me learn more about the business side of design. Aside from being a creative artist. And if you decide that you want to work on your own, you just have to start. And they have so many things like YouTube and 
people streaming, making print on demand, doing podcasts, doing you all of this stuff. People are making money from it. So why are you sitting there? Like, no, they're not a freelancer specifically, but they're doing something as far as they like to do something consistently. And then once they start doing it and they keep going and they keep going, they're making money from it. You could freelance and still make money passively, but that's kind of what separates freelance from so many other things like the stuff like that. Because with freelance, it's like I'm one on I'm one on one with this person, this client, and I'm taking my time really to envision what you want. It's kind of different from like those other things as far as streaming and stuff. But the message for today would be if you wait for tomorrow you won't finish today that was really odd of a of a um last message but for those who are listening out there always remember to do what your art desires and tune in to the next podcast